She would rather listen to poetry than sit on me. I couldn't believe it either. She wants both, she says. To have her cake and eat it too, she says. Or lick it or suck it, she says. I beg to differ. But I'm wrong, she says. Because she's looking forward to being helped out of her dress, getting on top of me. Nope, I said. I lead, God darn it. But maybe, just maybe, I might follow. If she keeps her word, she says. What word? Not words. No words. Because things change, like Bushu said. But she likes it when I lead, she says. Well, of course. But what now? Crossroads? Nope. Just a detour, she says. You can, you'll still end up where you want it. Maybe. Nope. Energy done change. Has it now, she says. Maybe he doesn't want my lips around, she says. Not the point. What I want or wanted has passed. And the universe moved fast. Our bodies are like sand in the hourglass. Hearts blow away like white chalk, blurred lined. Don't correct me in front of people, I said. What people? Maybe she'll make it up to me. Maybe she'll do what she can to be forgiven. She know she has her work cut out for her. She will apply herself, she says. Maybe she will, maybe she will not. Maybe it's a tease. Like me, a taste is all I can have, but I'm forever fresh. Her breath chases my chest, a heartbeat at rest. We live life, so she wants to feel my skin, my warmth, my breath, my strength, my push, my pull. She just wants me. Something evolving Wherever may come The world keeps revolving They say the next big thing is here That the revolution's near But to me it seems quite clear That it's all just a little bit of history repeating Another edition of that Smoking Rhyme show on the on UB87 FM. It's Rex45. I am on the mic here every Monday night, midnight to 2 a.m., giving you that uh, poetry for your ear and some cannabis talk as well. Uh, so definitely uh, give me a shout, 617 
440-8777. It's uh, Poetry Night, folks. Uh, and um, the town is actually buzzing um, with poetry. Uh, I was uh, fortunate to get out last night uh, to go to the Lizard Lounge and, and check out some of the uh, the regional uh, slam teams. And, um, you know, I was also able to get to Cantab last week and check out some poetry there as as well as get on the mic there as well and, and, and um, you know, get my poetry out there. So uh, it's if, if you don't know, it's, you know, everywhere in the U.S. and probably Canada, and I, I don't know if there's any international teams that are going to be at the National Poetry Slam this year um, that's going on in Atlanta. It, it, it's, it's going to be ridiculous. So all these poets are trying to, um, you know, get their... Sharpen up their poems and 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 get them you know cracking, uh, uh, ready for um, you know the nationals, which is uh, coming up fast. Um, I know some poets are leaving out uh, next Monday, so uh, you know shout out to those poets that are that are doing the national thing. And 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 um, you know last year um, the House Slam team they 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 took it down in uh, they down in in, in in the heart of of, of Roxbury uh, to be specific. Um, and you know they took all the events. So who knows what's going to happen this year? They got to obviously come in there and, and and try to defend their title. Uh, but from the looks from the looks of things, it's it's a all new team. So it'll be interesting to uh, to to see how things go. So shout out to the folks down there uh, as well, uh, and and all the poets around around the world. That's you know that's trying to do these things, and all the people that competed to try to get on teams. And all that stuff, because, you know, from just, you know, if, you, if you've been listening to the show, you know, there's a lot of poets. There's a lot of there's a lot of good poets out there, which is very impressive. Um, I, you know, I, I can't speak for once upon a time, but I don't think that was always the case as as many uh, folks out there. And I mean, I think technology helps as well. And it's, it's you know, it's being exposed to, to a younger crowd. And I, I mean, I think obviously music help as well because there's, there's poetry there. So, uh, you know, this is the last, I think this is the last, oh, well, yeah, this is the last uh, poetry show for July. Uh, and then next month is August. And, and, and you know, we'll I'll probably be talking about the Nationals next Monday and all that fun stuff. So, you know, tonight... Uh, we're gonna, you know, and this, you know, if you're into politics and all that, we just came off of one convention and we have another convention and, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I sort of followed the Republican uh, convention last week, just a little bit. I didn't listen to Donald Trump's speech. Um, and because I mean, you know, it's at, at this point he's polished and, and he's saying all the things to get all his people together, his base together and, and whoever he can steal. So, you know, if, 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 you know, uh, you know, I, for those people who are unsure already, I mean, you know, you know how that goes. Uh, but for the people who already know, you, you know, so I, I you know, and I, and, I, I thought about listening, but, you know, it was also a, a, a race weekend for me. And, and, and I had, um, you know, bigger fish to fry, as they say. Uh, so but now we have the um, the Democratic one happening this week in, in Pennsylvania. And it seems like, you know, there are more protesters now from what I'm from the little bit I'm gathering than in in in, um, in Cleveland, where the, the RNC was. And, you know, there was. They thought it was going to be mayhem, and it was not there. It was a little tame, but you know it was pretty hot out here. So who knows? We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. I don't, you know, you know me. Um, 
I'm going to get right into some poetry so, uh, because this is going to be fun. So here you go. You're listening to Smoking Rhymes on all new B87 FM. It's Rex 45, as they say. I'm on the mic, and it's poetry night, baby. Only those that refused to use them and the syllables rolled off your tongue like honey. I was hooked. Language became our vein of communication and I know that everybody uses language to communicate but ours was different. As if in between the letters and the syllables there is a secret message only we could decipher. My days were filled with the sound of your voice and your nights were littered with the loops of my handwriting. We exchanged our favorite words, mine being illuminated and yours being cattywampus. And our least favorites, mine moist and yours almost. And when I asked you why, you said it was because almost held failed potential, that it represented our ability to be just not good enough, that we had come to the brink of something beautiful but fell short so many times, we crafted a word for it. But even we, with our supposed mastery of the English language, were not immune to the shortcomings of our vocabularies. Words can only help you if you speak them. I never told you that I loved you. You never told me that you were dying. Five easy words that would have shattered our world. I love you, I think. I have a brain tumor. You know, still to this day, I don't know all the details because medical jargon has never fit right in my mouth. And even now, five years later, it feels like an invasion of your privacy. But I do know I have poured over our conversation, searching for the secret message you certainly tried to send me, and I am sorry. But I only almost found it. Salt water is not good for paper, and my tears warped your words. After some serious consideration, I've decided to change my least favorite word, because while moist is gross, malignant is malicious. Malignant is uncontrollable, means a phone call and the phrase he didn't wake up. Malignant is messy and unfair and a thief. Malignant means I never got to say goodbye. Malignant is the cause of almost. Because you were on the brink of something beautiful, but you couldn't quite reach it and you fell too far. I am so sorry I wasn't there to catch you. I hope your heaven is a library, and I hope it is void of almosts. Te amo, Daniel. Sleep well. Step right up, folks, and take your seats. You've arrived at everyone's favorite carnival show, The The Poetry Poetry Slam. Slam! We've got all your favorite acts lined up, so settle in, get comfortable. As we bring before you a parade of the downtrodden and oppressed. So you can show them your generous support. And and feel feel good about about yourself for doing it. First up, he's young, fabulous, non-threatening, give it up for the gay guy. Listen. To a sob story, the falling cascade, a straight fist rearranging the jawline of rainbows. Titter every time he says, Girl, or take a snapshot of his hair to show your stylist. Maybe if you snap along with enough flair, he'll He'll let let you ask ask if if your belt goes with those shoes. Now you can actually say, You You have have gay friends. Next to the stage, get ready for the sassy, the sexy, the overly emotional stylings of the woman. Rattle on about the frustration of ovaries not being balls enough to 
bounce through glass ceilings. Think to yourself if she were funnier. The ceiling might crack up a bit, but, but hey, hey, you clap loud enough. Or not sympathetically, maybe, maybe she'll let you fuck her after the show. Sensitive girls are easy pickings. Finally. Brace yourselves for the power. The, the fury of the, the black, black man. man. Goes with everything. When he tells you about some random black boy in Oakland who got exterminated by the local military because his skin ran too deep in the melody pool. Remember. Shed a single tear. Don't all lives Girl. matter. Can we focus on the black one for a change? Take a video and share it with just your black yes. friends. Make, Make sure, sure they, they hear you cheering. Surely you can't be racist now. Isn't this fun? Isn't this glitz and grief the show you paid to see? Isn't, Isn't that, that chair comfortable? After all. This, this is, is a safe space. space. There's no danger in hearing these tragedies. When your ego has convinced you that chair is safe. When your mind is too privileged to be bleached of your ignorance. But these mouths gun you down with guilt. Like the click of a trigger. Of a trigger. Warning. Warning. This mic is the safe space. Safe for my freedom of expression. Safe for me to fight fear, anxiety, anxiety and depression. depression. Safe, safe for me to keep the pills out my mouth, the gun out my hand, the rope around my neck, and the blade off my wrist. This space. Keeps you safe. As long as I'm up here venting, I'm, I'm not out there, there exploding. We're not here so you can play fab or drab on the poetry red carpet. We, we talk, talk about how gay we are because there's still people who think they can beat and legislate it out of us. We're, We're not, not here, here to titillate you with the promise of pussy. pussy. We, we talk, talk about how woman we are because the word ovaries just made you flinch. Because there are men who still think they own us. We're, We're not, not here, here to be the pop of color in your white closet. We, we talk, talk about how black we are because despite our contributions to the world, we are still second class. Three-fifths of a citizen You do not get to sugarcoat my opinion Or soften my beliefs I will not turn my history into your three-ring circus There's no safety in empathizing with my struggles There's no security in hearing my pain We need this space You don't own this space You are renting that chair You need that chair so sit And learn about something other than yourself Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the All You B87 FM. It is Rex 45, and I am on the mic. Wow, those two poems, huh? First one is, uh, was by uh, Bianca uh, Fipes. I think I might be screwing up her last name. I apologize. And the last one was by the Austin Neal Soul. You know, um, and you know these are from prior uh, national slam events. Uh, different, um, you know, uh, you know, first round, second round, you know, semis and, and quarters, and all that fun stuff. Now, I've I've not gone to a slam. I've not gone to a national yet. I think I might actually go. Although it's in Atlanta, you know. Uh, shout out to the folks in Atlanta. I have nothing but uh, wonderful things to say, but. I don't know if I'd make it to Well, actually, it's next week, so I won't make it to that one for sure. But maybe next year I will um, attempt to go because from what I hear, it's it's a, it's a, a pretty uh, fun atmosphere. You know, there's lots of poetry and, you know, and, and people from all, the, all, all, all around the uh, country, at least. Uh, so that's pretty impressive. Speaking of all around the country, you know, we got some shows coming up here uh, in, in the Boston area. And I will tell you those in a little bit later on so you can you know and, and the weather's been pretty awesome although 
Well, I was uh, at the track. Uh, we did have some micro cell or something that happened and knocked out power lines. It was pretty crazy this this uh, Saturday. And uh, we, we got through it, though. And, uh, like, most of our races got canceled. Like, you know, there's usually, like, 12 races on a Saturday and 12 races on a Sunday. And we only got through five races on a Saturday. And they, they, they consolidated all the races on Sunday. So Sunday was pretty hectic. Uh, but it was cooler. And it was good. And, and I'll talk more about that and where I stand and, and, and how, am I, uh, how I'm making progress. I am going to, I think, get back into some, you know, more poetry because it is a poetry show after all and you know we don't want to um you know we don't want to talk too much so this one right here i like to this is a this is nice fun these these poems uh i'll tell i'll tell you that a little later as well i can i'll tell you that a little later here we go this one right here is dylan um garrity every day when i was five my older sister would play teacher her students were me, my stuffed rabbit, and an American girl doll. She'd line us up at the end of the bed and teach us whatever she'd learned in school that day. Now she teaches ESL at an elementary school in Boston, and every week she tells me stories about her students. Anna does not know how to read in Spanish, much less English, but she still wants to be a writer when she grows up. Juan chooses to stay inside and study at recess so that one day he'll be able to teach his own brother. These kids are good organs in a sick body. In 2001, no child left behind gutted bilingual education. Students who have been in the country for one year are now expected to perform at grade level on standardized English tests. My sister is not allowed to instruct them in Spanish. If the kids don't jump high enough, the school loses money. Improving a school by picking its pockets is like tuning a guitar by ripping off the strings. <laughs> learning to read in a new language before you can even read in your own is like learning to walk while a pit bull is chasing you. Like learning to sing with the conductor's fist down your throat. This year for my sister's birthday, I got books for her students. A poem on one page in Spanish, the next in English. She is not allowed to help them read the first. Their heritage is a banned book. Learning to read in a new language when you can't even read in your own is like trying to heal a burn victim by drowning them. We are telling these children who have spent their whole lives in the deep end that they'll learn how to swim if they just float out a little farther. In the 1980s, American slaughterhouses began building corrals in curves so no animals could see the blood at the end of the tracks. This is how we kept them moving forward. In 2001, we began building the hallways of our schools in curves. This is how we keep them moving forward. You never learn, you fail the test. You never learn, you fail the test. You never learn, you drop out. I know I am lucky enough to be one of the winners of this game. I was handed a head start and a rule book in my own tongue, but the winners of a rigged game should not get to write the rules. On the television, some senator preaches that throwing money at an urban school is like feeding caviar to your dog. They just won't know how to appreciate it. After all, if these parents can't take care of their own children, why should we? Well, tell that to Anna who has my sister translate newsletters aloud to her father because he too was never taught how to read. Tell that to Juan, whose mother and baby brother are still in Guatemala, whose father works three jobs. My sister tells me school is the most stable place in these kids' lives. She has been a teacher since she was smaller than they are. 
But since when does being a teacher mean having to swear not to help? Since when does being a teacher mean having your hands tied while the schoolhouse burns to the ground? We are leading these children along a track built in circles as their lungs fill with smoke, telling them it is their fault. They can't find a way out. When my psychiatrist prescribed me my first mood stabilizer, my therapist sat me down to prep me. Now, Ellen, I don't want to freak you out, but all of a sudden you're going to have feelings. Cindy, Cindy's my therapist, Cindy, I have feelings. Ellen, I've known you for a year. You got no feelings. I laughed her off, but 72 hours later, I felt like one of those chest bursters from Alien was going to come chest bursting out of my tear ducts. It happened while I was driving to work. A song went flying straight out of the radio and into my atrophied bipolar feelings receptor. It was a song of love, loss, guidance, and faith. Faith. It was Faith by George Michael. I pulled over and I worked through it in my car. I do, I do gotta have faith. George Michael knows what he wants. Why don't I know what I want? I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body, but I don't really know if I want to touch your body right now. Am I sad? I don't fucking know. How do you know if you're sad? How do you know if you're anything? Is it faith? But I'm not a woman of faith. Is George Michael a woman of faith? Who is George Michael? Who am I? Is this how normal people feel all of the time? Get it together, Ellen. Get it together. You're going to be late to work. But how will I feel if I'm late to work? Reveal the path unto me, George Michael, for I am not a woman of faith. But God damn it, I believe in George Michael. I believe that there is something more. And if I can wait for it, I can work for it. I believe that this farce, this absurd moment of 80s pop catharsis is exactly how a river becomes an ocean. George Michael is not an emotion, but I think I'm feeling him right now. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all-new B87 FM. It's, it's Frex45, and I am on the mic. Wow, that last one, huh? That was by Ellen Tucci. Oh, man, there's some really, really uh, pretty cool cool poets out there tonight. Um, and we're going to have some fun with it. So uh, let me see. Do I have time? I do not. Uh, you know, we got to pay some bills in a little bit. So we try to try to stay on course as, as often as possible. You know, who knows? So you listen to the Smoking Rhyme Show on all new B87 FM. I am Rex45. I'm on the mic. We're here every Monday night, midnight to 2 a.m. giving you poetry. And we're going to talk a little bit later with the cannabis stuff and, 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 and get caught up and see what's happening. We might, you know, talk about the, the election just a little bit, um, you know. Hillary Clinton did pick her uh, running mate, so it'll be interesting. Um, I know Bernie Sanders is hard at work. Uh, you know who knows trying to trying to trying to change how the how the game game is played. Uh, it also came out that it looks like um, the 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 person in charge of the DNC 
um, had to step down because of emails because uh, they were pretty much uh, trying to sabotage Bernie Sanders. Um, and that's not good for that's not a good look uh, when you're in politics. It's, it's it's never a good look when you when when you can't earn the trust of the of, of us. Uh, and, and 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 so when you look at you know two people that uh, uh, I, you know not I wouldn't say the majority of the country but a good a good, a good set of the people have have now you know gave enough the, the us you know Donald Trump and, and and Hillary it's not a good look when you don't have, when you can't when you, when you don't feel good with that I'm gonna pay some bills Rex 45 is a smoking rhyme show we'll be back in a flash. What's up, everybody? This is Fat Man Scoop. You already know, 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 know. Baby 87 has the streets of Boston on lock. We play the hottest music, have the hottest on-air personalities and DJs, period. Most of all, we have those urban listeners that you want to reach, period. If you have a business, a product, a service, or an upcoming event, you have to get in touch with our sales department right now. Not now, right now. Let us help you to grow your business, sell your product or service, and promote your upcoming event. Baby 87 says your only, only, only real urban choice in Boston. Do yourself a favor right now and make that call today. Call 781-773-8771. Our professional sales staff knows how to get the job done. Call 781-773-8771. When you call, tell them Fat Man Scoop sent you. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. I am here for all my young women when they need a friend. I am here for all my young women when they think there is no one to turn to. I am here for all my young women to let them know that you can now stand up to this senseless abuse. Please join my efforts in saving our daughters with the Yell Confidence Initiative. And we can all stand up together to make a difference to help stop domestic violence and date abuse with our young women. This message from Kelly Rowland was brought to you by the Yell Confidence Campaign and B87.7. Experience the world's top reggae artists as they perform aboard the luxurious Royal Caribbean's Independence of the Sea. B87's Inside the Dance Hall's BOG, J. Cool, and Dr. Dazzle return to the annual Welcome to Jamrock Reggae Cruise for five days and five nights from November 14th to November 19th. Live performance by Damien and Stephen Mark. Return of Toots and the Maytown, Bounty Killer, and Beanie Man. Jack 
Acure, Chronics, Vegas, Movado, and more. Plus the world's top sound system, blazing the vibe all day and all night. Enter to win. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook at B87FM, and enter online at B87FM.com. Winner will be announced September 15th. No purchase necessary. Jamrock Cruise Giveaway, exclusively on 87 number one in the streets of Boston. Contest prize does not include airfare or ground transportation to and from Florida. The official voice of the club, club, club. is now the official voice of B87.7. I'm with you. Whatever I say, y'all gotta do. Now turn your radio, 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 Nothing can stop me, I'm all the way up. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all new B87 FM. It's Rex 45. I'm on the mic tonight here every Monday night, midnight to 2, giving you that um, poetry and the cannabis talk. So we're going to talk marijuana in a little bit. I won't uh, give it away too much. Um, as I was saying before the commercial break, yeah, uh, you know, it, it, it seems like even though, you know, you got you got this uh, juggernaut of a machine, uh, which is the, the Clinton brand, um, you know, and, you know, no one, I mean, outside of this dude from uh, Vermont, no one said, hey, you know, that's in politics. Say, hey, let me throw my hat in the ring, which is kind of odd in, in and of itself, because on the Republican side, you had like 18, 19 dudes and you had Hillary for a little bit. And then, you know, Bernie finally stumbled his way out and and and, you know, you know, gave her, you know, not necessarily a run for the money, but at least, you know, made folk, folks pay attention. And 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 then to come out and he said, you know, he said this initially and it's almost like, you know, some of these poems that we play when people are, are, are crying for our play and, and, and no one seems to be paying attention, um, you know, which is which is the part that's, uh, uh, you know, is, 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 is awful. Right. So uh, and now it comes out that, and this woman has to step down because, you know, she was cooking the books. You know, which is which is unacceptable behavior for anyone, right? In 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 power that that's supposed to be leading for us, right? I mean, you think about this for a second, and and then yet they wonder why a lot of folks don't have faith uh, in 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 the political system and and, and don't part, uh, participate in it, and when we find ourselves in 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 this mess, for lack of a better word. Uh, but we're going to clean it up because we're going we're gonna to play some poetry. It's Smoking Rhymes on All New B87 FM. Haiku. 1963. White supremacist bombs church. Four little girls spark. 
I was born in Birmingham, Alabama in 1911 on 16th Street. By born, I mean they finished my construction. I was erected as an edifice to the Almighty, a place of worship, a rally point for justice fighters, and a war room for the commanders of the cause. I can name drop, but that would be rude. Martin Luther King, Ralph David Abernathy. Thousands of people released millions of prayers beneath my roof. I stood and witnessed the hopes, dreams, marriages, baptisms, and homegoings. But of all the dignitaries that grace my pews, the most important, the most beautiful, the most precious were Denise, Addie Mae, Carol, and Cynthia. They were visiting me for Sunday school or something to the like. There was a lot of turmoil in those days. I could, I could tell because of all the comings and goings and whatnot. Some fuss about integration. Even our illustrious governor, George Wallace, had something to say about the issues of the day. Let me see. I think what he said, uh, to stop integration, Alabama needed a few first-class funerals. Shortly after, a white gentleman placed a package under my steps. At the time, I was a little over 50 years old. I grew to know what the faces of men meant. Each one told a story or revealed his heart. I knew there was no gift set before me. I could feel the spear of the Lord shudder with grief. I knew I had to do something because those four little girls were still within me. Girls, girls, you got to get, get from around here. Maybe if my steeple wasn't such a tower, I could do more than babble. I tried so hard. I yelled with everything I had. Girls, girls, you got to get, get home, home now. Evil has made me a wicked thing. But all they could hear was me moan and creak like I was settling in my foundation. I was no longer like the servant Peter. I could not be their rock but. In that split second of eternity, I contained the blast. I held back the wave of Satan's hellfire like I hold on every prayer whispered in my walls. I used all my strength to stop the embers. I secured the shards. I refused the splinter. I bound every brick. I subdued the mortar. I stood in the gap in the twinkling of an eye. My God needed to call them home. And in that moment of forever, they felt the love of my Lord. They grieve not, but even eternity ends. I could not hold back the blast forever. And I realized all I could do was blanket their bodies and what was left of me, swaddle them in my destruction, tuck them in with my dust. I won't name the white supremacist who was convicted of this crime, but Denise McNair, Adam A. Collins, Carol Robinson, and Cynthia Wesley transfigured into a spark that fanned the flames of freedom. And I, I had the honor. I, I am so sorry that I could not save you. Kindergarten. The worst three years of my life. Now, don't get me wrong, being a child is mostly carefree. You know, I got to hang out with the homies for like six hours a day. Uh, it was socially acceptable for me to pee myself. I, I wasn't worried about the moral implications of trading a juice box for a kiss, or the futility in trading a chocolate chip cookie for somebody else's chocolate chip cookie. Uh, in other words, being a kid was great. Until, of course, it wasn't. It all began with the Joseph. What color is this duck? Green, I said with all of the innocence that I could muster, to which my friend Harold responded, No, dummy, ducks are yellow. The underworld opened up to greet me. Satan himself and his dementors crawled up my box of crayons to kiss away my dignity, my name, replacing it with colorblind. 
And so it began. Oh, you're colorblind. Well, what color is this? What about this? What about this? Wait, so you only see gray like a dog? Are you allowed to, like, drive in my personal favorite? Oh, you're colorblind. That explains why you dress like that. That was a mere whisper of the boy I once was. To the people who think that being colorblind is the best response to racism. Mm -mm. (laughs) It took me 18 years to find God in the darkness. To realize that I didn't need light skin in order to be the sun. I am the sun of African kings and queens of a heritage so deep, so wide that it scared the world. And you want to take this from me. You want to strip me clean, bleach away the parts of me that make you feel uncomfortable, that make you confuse me for target, for guns, somewhere for you to put a bullet. We are not the same. When white ancestors put a boot to my neck, we don't get to pretend it's not there. The answer to racism is not in forgetting the past. The past is not the only place it exists. The color of our skin carries so much weight. I can understand why sometimes you want to set it down, but when you say colorblind, you're asking me to forget. Forget just this small part of who I am, as if I'm worth something, despite the unfortunate color of my skin. You're asking me to pretend. Pretend like we're all born with a blank slate. Pretend like some things haven't already been chosen for me. When you say colorblind, you are asking me to do something I've never had the privilege to. Blindness is never a solution. Don't you dare close your eyes. Look at me. Look at me and tell me what you see. Tell me you see me, a black boy with so much to be afraid of. But the biggest smile you've ever seen, because he has so much to be thankful for. A black boy with a heart of gold, or silver, or bronze. It doesn't matter what place a racist system puts me in, I still have a heart, and it is still beating. I am alive, and that means something. I am a black boy, and that means something. It means I made it to today with every ounce of who I am. It means I made it to today before racism could erase me. It means that I'm here. You have another chance to treat me like I deserve to be. Welcome back to sm- Welcome back to Smoking Rhymes on the All New B87 FM. Welcome back to Smoking Rhymes on the All New B87 FM. It is Rex 45 and I am on the mic tonight. Oh, where we are having uh you know we're having some discussions discussions of sorts uh the one you heard uh before was christopher michael and then you heard uh joseph capehart um colorblind and uh christopher's poem was not titled so i can't tell you the name of it um but you know um you know it's powerful though right um you know to talk about those four young girls and and, and 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 the way he uh, and the way he you know he he articulated it ah, it's pretty good I like it like it it's that kind of night so yeah you know um and the, and the colorblind I, I, you know again it's um right it's, it's Monday night people smoking rhymes we're gonna have some fun so yeah as I was saying about the DNC uh, chair Deborah Weiserman Schultz. Wow, she was uh, she ran the DNC chair for um, you know five plus years. Um, I mean, it looks like they WikiLeaks uh, man Julian Assange, I think his last name Assange. If I screw that up, I apologize. 
uh, WikiLeaks founder. I think he's still, um, you know, in, in, he's still under house arrest on Ecuadorian um, embassy in the UK. But WikiLeaks uh, released so far 20,000 emails. That's a lot of emails to rig a campaign. Uh, you know, you mean, you know, you, you don't know that you shouldn't do these things electronically. I don't understand that in this day and age, uh, especially with Hillary already dealing with her own email issues. Right. I mean, come on. What, 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 how does this even happen? But anyway, it, it, it you know, WikiLeaks exposed and now she has to step down. And, you know, the thing about it, Bernie Sanders did complain about this. And as I was saying earlier, and, and they really just, um, you know, this time just kind of blew it off, and 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 that's unfortunate, uh, because as I was saying, you know, when when the system is rigged, it's really hard uh, to get people to buy in, and with all the craziness that's happening in 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 and around this world, uh, to have you know folks, um, you know, rigging the system, and these are people who are vowing to be there for you. Right. They're going to they're going to they're going to they're going to they're gonna do everything they can for you. And, and then when you check it out, that that doesn't happen. Um, so we, it, it, it's it, it's not a um, it's, it's not a good look, um, especially when you're in charge of a, of a party that's trying to, you know, bring or, or, or get or get get people back to to to, um, you know, to come together. Right. Because we, you know, for who the people on the side of the DNC, you're trying to stop Donald Trump from getting in the White House, and 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 now you 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 know you just do these things, um, and and that's unfortunate. You're listening to Smoking Rhymes on on you, uh, B87 FM. I'm gonna, um, what will I do? I'm gonna get one more poem in, and then we're gonna jump into the cannabis uh, section, which is the pot cafe. We we get to talk about, and this one's good. We're gonna be talking about different strains out there. There's some cool stuff. We're gonna check up on on Washington uh, State and 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 seeing how recreational marijuana is popping off over in 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 in, in that in that neck of the woods because um, you know why not, right? We might as well. You never know. Might want to go to Washington. I mean, you know, who knows? So this one right here is called Deep. Again, uh, this one doesn't have a. Uh, I like this one though. I don't know the name of the poet, and I assume the um, the name of the um, poem is D E D dot E dot E dot P. And uh, I like this one. This is pretty cool. My husband's voice that evening was a tired cloth that had been wrung dry of the workday. It hung out of the window of the car, trying to regain its shape hoping it would look familiar by the time he arrived home. I called him about a block from our domicile I was en route. Just wanted to let him know that I and the wrestling spawn of us in the back seat still had smiles awaiting our nightly reunion. That I, well, y'all, I still wanted to wrap my arms around him teenage awkward like we do every night. This talking each other home is our ritual, our habit, our sacrifice. When we're spent, we have a tendency to crash into each other and hope not to ruin entirely. I heard him exit the vehicle, recognized the sound of his feet against the driveway, his steps, his dragging but labored steps, the click of the golden house-shaped key into the lock, the sliding of the deadbolt in the wooden door, like the sound of shattered security. His first soft step against the tile was silent, 
His breath, a spinning revolver with no bullets left, asked me why I left the couch flipped upside down. That was the moment I learned how quickly all that you work for can be snatched from its outlets and drug out the back door. The scattering of wedding photos, the breaking of hearts, his trembling bass, a gasping chorus of no's, my daughter, paralyzed by the screaming agony of her mother. For all those who say they're just things, at least you have your life, you must not understand how much life was in those things. The all-stars bought on my first tour to Canada that reassured my stardom was easier than imagined gone. The shooting games to help keep us two teachers from turning Columbine on the hard days gone. The piggy bank fat with aspirations of my daughter's college education. Sometimes the future is harder to replace than items. Sometimes security is as elusive as an ironclad combination. What price I would pay to not know what the bottoms of my furniture look like. My DVR still holds a half-recorded image of hell in a kitchen on a Thursday night like it knew their hands, would rummage through my freezer, steal the snacks atop the fridge, come back for the joy in my husband's throat like a liquor-soaked rag, lit on fire, charred of all the moisture. And now understand agoraphobia better. See, it's not a fear of things on the outside as much as it is things on the inside moving out on their own. That evening, the driveway opened its arms to us like a tower bracing itself for the impact of plane. As we crashed into each other, teenage awkward, sure, we had been ruined entirely. Our daughter staring out the back pane with eyes like camcorder lenses, wondering who had stolen her smiles as her two pillars of strength collapsed into dirty, wretched rags, fumbling in the driveway, trying to reshape our voices into this place we once called home. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all-new Beauty 7 FM. It's Rex 45. I am on the mic. Wow, right? That I mean, you know, for those people who have gotten their um, homes broken into cars broken into you, you, you know uh things taken um yeah you know where this is coming from you know where that's that poem is coming from um and and, and you can't replace those memories uh, which which you know in the long run uh, always are more valuable than cash you can always make more cash but you know to to have those memories is 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 uh it's you know it's all it's just, at the end of the day i think that might be all we have and and it's nice to have things to remind us of the good times and even the bad times for that matter it's always good so you know when, when you know so yeah I, I'm, I'm digging that um that poem right there um it's time for the you know the marijuana talk time so Get my get my get my mood music up and so we can get going. All right, so we're hopping out into the world of strains, and this is this one right here is called uh, Dream Beaver, and it's by Fat Panda, and the, uh, you know it looks pretty good. Um, the genetics of the Dream Beaver marijuana seeds are. Dirty Hippie crossed with Appalachia. Uh, Dirty Dirty Hippie is the Afgui block crossed with the sister of Snow Lotus. 
it sounds like Game of Thrones happening right here. Um, Appalachia is green crack. It looks like a cross with a little JJ Trez dog. Um, pretty impressive. And it looks like those things have different hybrids uh, across from different things as well. So, wow. I mean, you really have this one plant that's that essentially is crossed with, like, uh, if I'm looking at this right, at least nine different plant uh, strains. Uh, and and, and it, this is a sativa type of plant. Uh, the tolerance is mild to high. And um, they, they gave the name Dream Dream Beaver. I like that. I mean, there's also Blue Dream out there. Um, it's considered a hybrid, and um, it gives you the um, what's, what's, what does it say here? Um, use trusty with myoglass. Uh, there's a few different ways. I suppose you can take this. Um, man, I tell you, this it's it's impressive where uh, the the, um, the marijuana. Um, cannabis has gone uh, uh, you know it, it's it's literally like ordering you know ice cream uh scent is uh soft smell musky uh woodsy um you know some people might not like the taste um they um seems like the high is pretty good let's see what else we we can we can talk about i like that that um we have one called peaches um strain for mommy dearest yeah, this is this is this is, this is uh this is pretty um interesting stuff here. Um I guess it's 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 the type of um if you want if you if you want to give Mother's Day um marijuana for for for, for moms. You know, so you know, there's strands for, for for mommies and that's that's pretty that's pretty <laughs> Hey, you know, the, the plant is a cure-all. The dude from Tropic, uh, Tropic, Tropical Thunder almost had it right. It just it, He should have been selling marijuana instead of the water he was selling. And if you saw Tropic Thunder, you know exactly what I'm speaking of. Um, I'm just waiting for my page to load. Things move slow a little bit. But you have a peaches flavor, uh, which is a sativa. Uh, it has a pretty good aroma and, um, you know, frosty nuggets. This thing look, uh, looks, you know, if, if, if I was into jewelry, I would want, uh, 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 you know, a, 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 a something that looked like, uh, uh, like this bud to, to, to wear as a pendant or, 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 or some, or something. That's, that's just how, how, how nice it looks. Um, wow. There's also... Shishka berry. This thing is 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 these are some beautiful plants. Um, you have cookies and dream. Uh, there's an Obama Kush that looks brilliant. Uh, there's a jelly bean. I like that. That's a, a uh, and and these are different um, strains that moms would like. Although Mother's Day is past, doesn't mean you can't still you know hook mom up. If um you know if you're in one of these states where it's legal and or medical and, and mom has a medical card, uh, that is 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 pretty pretty cool. Uh, what else do we have for you? Um, there's one <laughs> I like this one. There's one called Bruce Banner, number three, by Braveheart420. Uh, speaking of that, there's a there's a guy in uh that was that that's racing out at um. 
Loudon and his uh, his race numbers four twenty. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so anywho, uh, so David Banner by Braveheart. Um, this is a hybrid uh, crossed between, let's see, OG Kush. Uh, I'm a big fan of the OG Kush. Strawberry Diesel, big fan of that as well. And River, no, 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 no. Oh, wow. Along, so this has a little bit of peaches in it and tangy and apparently some banana surprise. Surprise. And it won the um, Cannabis Cup. High times, I assume it's this year because they don't have a year on it. Um and the oh, Bruce Banner, you, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Is all I can say about that. Uh, so let me get my number three. It looks, it, it does look uh, pretty beasty. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna fib on this one right here. Um, what else we got for strains? It, it's always impressive the names they come up with. Um, this one, uh, this one is just blueberry. We, we'll leave that alone. There's um, some diesel out there. Agri Diesel by Agriwana. I, I like I, I like the name of that. Um, then there's the Omega. Let's check out Omega and see what's happening with Omega. The Alpha and uh, that's all I'm saying. I will say no more. You're listening to the Smoking Rhyme Show on all new B87 FM. My name is Rex45. I'm on the mic here every Monday night, midnight to 2 a.m. Uh, poets out there, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Drop me emails. Um, I'll listen to your stuff and 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 you know if if it's if, you know hey it's all I can say I'll take a listen and if it's it's if it's, if it's you know it it will you know if if you're doing the right thing it will make it on the air. Uh, for past shows you can check out at uh, SoundCloud.com forward slash r e x y four five and you can listen at your own leisure. I'm also on the um, Sports Fanatic show. With Boston Taj, uh, the Hood Superstar, G Dub, and Big E, we we do that every Sunday from 11 to 1 p.m. Um, I also have those shows out there as well. So if you you do whatever you're doing and you want to laugh, uh, you can listen. If you want to listen to some poetry, because you just you, you just need that, that that poetry to to save your life, we 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 got you there too. We got you covered. Uh, Yellow Man's coming to town. Uh, August 19th make sure you get that on your calendar and uh, go see Yellow Man and like I've been saying now if you don't know who he is check him out he's 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 part of the foundation of reggae music of dancehall music Um, and you know he's you know you know these guys that uh, and 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 women as well that are doing the, that that's been in the, the music industry uh for 30 40 plus years you know they're not going to be around forever and if you if 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 you if you're into reggae music and into dancehall music uh even though it's from a different era you know I was you know in anything you do, I think that it's always good to learn the history of whatever you do. I was going to call out some DJs, but I won't do that. I mean, I wouldn't call out their names anyway. But you know, it's always—you should always learn the history of something, no, no matter. You know, if you're into it, if you—if you claim that this is your life and this is who you are, it—it—it—it uh, it, 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 it behooves you to um to 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 know the history of something. Um, because how you know you, you just ha- it, it it just makes life easier I find than when you have uh, gaps and stuff because then you, you may think you're coming up with something and somebody's already done it and 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 who knows or whatever it's just you know it, it just it's 
how can you be committed if you don't know the history, I guess, is all I'm saying. Uh, that's my preaching for the day. We're going to pay some bills. We'll be right back on the Smoke and Rhyme show. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm place on a cold I wanna day. Be a football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. At highway speeds, the average text takes your eyes off the road for about five seconds. That's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Stop texts. StopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I started going cold turkey. Well, at least when I'm in the car. I know I shouldn't do it, but it's so hard to stop. That's why I hide it from myself, so I won't be tempted. I used to do it all the time. I stopped by locking it in my glove compartment. My friend used to do it way too much. Now I turn it off when we're in the car. My solution is simple. I just don't do it. There are lots of ways to stop yourself and others from texting and driving. How will you stop? Tell us at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Boy, hip-hop. I'm trying to blow a I'm trying to blow a trying to pull up in the She like that. Look at that girl body to me bike back. More r and I'm going to be holding, squeezing, loving, teasing. You are. Ball alert, it's a ball alert, work for them Dallas, yeah. Ball alert, it's a ball alert, work for them Dallas, yeah. Ball alert, it's a ball alert, work for them Dallas, yeah. Ball in, yeah, I'm the baller of the year, yeah. Ball alert, better work for them Dallas, yeah. Ball alert, better work for them Dallas, yeah. Yeah, I tell them all the baby, yeah, I'm telling cause of every year, I'm the baller of the year, yeah. Uh, drop it to the flow, like it's on fire. Mm, oh my god, why the f you lying? Brand new Robbie, did I lease it? Did I buy it? Why the fucking matter? You were never driving. Ball alert, yeah. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all new B87 FM. Rick's 45. I'm on the mic every Monday night, midnight to 2 a.m., giving you that poetry. And that cannabis talk with the pot cafe, which I just finished up. We were we were talking about some strains that was happening uh, out in Washington. Well, I mean, across the country, uh, which are some pretty cool strains. Uh, so if you don't know, you might as well uh, learn a little bit because why not? And you know, you got to have that flavor. Is all I gotta say about that. So so it was nice to taste different different cannabis plants. Um, it, it broadens your her, horizon. Um, a little bit at least. At least you know what you like and what you don't like and what makes you feel a certain way. So we're here every Monday night, midnight to 2. 
and um, you know it's, that's what we're gonna do. So we're gonna get back into some poetry. Uh, this one right here coming up is by Rashid Copeland, and uh, don't know the title unfortunately, so I can't tell you what that is. Uh, but I think you're gonna like it nonetheless. That's all I can say. My man's in them is beautiful, but will hurt you if you call them or treat them as such. They are God, prison industrial, and Oedipal complex. Got girlfriends for fathers. Will not kiss them in public, but will leave hickeys on the neck of a bottle of Hennessy until the burn feels like a love in their chest. My man's in them don't do well with affection. Swear they ain't emotional. My mans and them don't know that anger is an emotion that rules them into loving with their fist. Left hooks make hay out of their toddler's chest, turns their sons into brick walls just like them. But my mans and them will die for their daughters, just won't live for their daughters' mothers. Closest thing they get to an I love you is a monthly deposit or a bouquet full of knuckles. My mans and them stay not loving these hoes, but my mans and them is hoes. So they stay not loving themselves. My mans and them put all their bros before all their hoes and yet still are oddly homophobic. Spend all their time manning up. Never got to be boys. Lost their virginity at 12, but swear they are not abused. My mans and them use fucking as a political tool. It is one of the only ways they have ever known how to exercise power. My mans and them pull out game strong. But they're that baby ain't got my eyes game even stronger. My mans and them are brilliant. They are school of hard knock, GED, jail GED, Lincoln Tech train, magna cum laude, PhD, but can't read between the lines wrinkled in a woman's brow as she politely declines their advances. No, no, no. My mans and them want to know if your man got friends. If he'll let you have friends. Can he handle competition? And if all else fails, my mans and them got a million reasons loaded in the chamber why they ain't like your ass anyway. My mans and them love pussy, but hate women especially the black ones. My mans and them dream of running away to where the grass is blonder and long gone are the women who house them like organs, who mourn them and crown them and raise them from the dead. My mans and them is self-healing, lick wounds with forked tongue can split a swisher. Better than Moses can part the Red Sea. Better than social services can split up their families. My mans and them head of household at age 13. Same age they learned magic. How to make a dime bag disappear with the slap of a five. Same age they learned alchemy. Un Tuck the steel and turned it into a stranger's gold. Run pockets the way white men run stock markets. Live in a shoebox economy. 401k plan hidden beneath a sealy posturpedic. My man's in them is beautiful, but can't feel it. Only smile for the mortician. Only cry at funerals. And every time they decide to breathe, my man's in them don't know no better. Yet I do. And never check them, never show them better. And I'm beginning to wonder exactly what that says about me. You're at a job interview shown around the office, and your black thong underwear is on the floor. It is from last Monday. It is from the last time you wore these pants. Your black thong underwear just fell out of your pants. 
three voices go off in your head at this time. The first is your mother's voice from that time you peed yourself at your cousin's second grade birthday party in 2001. Melissa, you cannot hold it in. You have to open your mouth and say something. You could get an infection and die. The second is the imaginary bear wearing a tutu that you dream about sometimes when you're anxious. The bear says, leave it. When the office manager finds it, say nothing. Pretend like it fell out of a fax machine. Maybe it did. Maybe it's someone's scarf. Ha ha. <laughs> this bear laughs a lot. The third is your own voice making this sound. <laughs> you pick up your old thong underwear, try to stuff it into your pockets, realize you have no pockets. You try to remember how you got here. You're at an interview for a job you didn't want, your 11th one this summer. You're wearing pants with lint stuck to both of the knees, like children you're afraid to one day have. It was professional enough. You borrowed your sister's shirt because the iron burned a tortilla-shaped hole in the one you were planning on wearing. It was professional enough. The woman showing you on the office is the CEO's daughter. She is put together and she smells like citrus. She is professional enough. What is the word for taking bathroom breaks at your retail job to cry? Is bravery supposed to feel like your guts want to slide out of your nose? What is it called if you want everything to go well? Because if it doesn't, then essentially your immigrant parent's citizenship doesn't even matter. How do you not feel an old pair of thong underwear nestled in your fucking pant leg? I mean, shit. Despite everything, they offer you the job but you still cry on the train ride home because even though it is the 11th and most successful interview, you do not want it. What is the word for being lucky enough to turn something down? What does it mean if you don't care where your heart is as long as there's money in your savings account? Is adulthood your pants, wrinkled but ready? Is your black thong underwear your heart somewhere on a corporate office floor? Hoping it hasn't been too obvious, hoping it's only you who's noticed it, hoping you won't let too much time pass, won't stare at it too long before you reach out and grab it. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all new B87 FM, Rex 45. We are in on the mic. Here every Monday night, midnight to 2 a.m., giving you that, um, you know, poetry. And we're having a bunch of fun. That's all I can say. It's all I can say. Speaking of fun, as I was um, talking about Yellow Man, make sure you, you go uh, check him out on the 19th. Um, you have Femi Kuti coming to town and the uh, Positive Force. They're here tomorrow night, actually. Uh, they're going to be at Brighton Music Hall. Definitely go um, check them out as well, because you know why? What? Why not? Uh, you got Jill Scott coming to town. Miss Jill Scott coming to town at the Boston Opera House. It's going to be August twelfth. That's a Friday night. King Yellowman, the one and only Yellowman, the only only Yellowman. Uh, music by Everlast Movement, B87's own J. Cool, Dr. Dazzle. He's a doctor. I mean, well, come on, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and that, that that is August 19th. What else do we have going on? 
I will keep it there for the moment. Those two poems, I want to I talk about those a, 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 a little bit because um, they were very um, interesting, to say, to, to, to say the least. Very, 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 very interesting. Um, that first one was by Rashid Copeland. And, you know, it's um, my man's in them, right? Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's it, it's a very good take on on that, and 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 give me a shout six one seven four four zero eighty seven seventy seven, and uh, let, let me know what you think. But it, you know, he he didn't he didn't he didn't call his boys out through the whole thing, and and sometimes it's hard to do. I suspect to call your boys out, or uh, uh, on on the other side of the sex, your feet, friend, it, call anyone out is hard. Uh, uh, when you when you when you when you when they may be doing something. That's um, you know most people might not want to deal with or hear and 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 um, and see and, and and be a part of and 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 you know and 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 it's, how do you how do you um, call someone out? Um, I mean it's good that he did that poem because you can just listen to it and if you know you just got to play the poem for people so that way you don't you don't really have to um, you know call people out because you know you don't want to lose friendships out of calling people out. Uh, but sometimes you do have to call people out because it's uh, everybody should have the opportunity to 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 feel comfortable in their own skin, and I, and I think when 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 you know others make people feel uncomfortable, sure you know in a, in an alpha male situation or an alpha situation doesn't matter male or female, um, and, I, and I'm not saying it's alpha alone, but it it's. It's easy sometimes, you know, to 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 overlook uh, certain behavior and 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 just you know just think it's okay, and 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 go to bed at night fine while someone else is is traumatized for life, and 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 so sometimes it's 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 you know, hey, you know, sure we can you know say it's the fittest of the fit all the time and and blah blah blah, but it's nice also you know to not um have to do that. So I, I like that one, and um, and then the one by Melissa, uh, you know, she left her thong in her, um, got stuck in her jeans, and it fell out in the office. That's pretty crazy, you know, and and it's a job she didn't want. And I don't know about anyone <laughs> that's gone for a job they did not want, but that's happened to me. I didn't, I didn't, my thong didn't fall out, by the way. So when I say that's happened to me, but I went for a job I did not want. And, you know, so it was like, I really didn't want it. And, you know, I was like, all right, I'll just, you know, smoke up a little and, and, and I'll just get through it. Cause I'm worried, you know, it's, it's always like, you feel bad cause you don't want to cancel the appointment at this or the interview at this point. But you, so you feel you should go through it. Plus it, it's good exercise. Right. So I go in the joint and, and probably like 15 minutes and I'm, I'm somewhere else mentally. And, and at one point I actually nod off and the guy interviewed me and said, did you just, did you, did you just nod off? I was like, yeah, I think I did. And, you know, he's like, all right, thank you. I was like, yeah, thank you. And, you know, the moral of that is maybe I probably shouldn't have gone. But these things happen. So when I heard that poem, I kind of knew how she, being in an uncomfortable situation, although I wasn't too uncomfortable because, you know, I, I know I didn't want the job. But but the point in her poem as well is 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 bigger than having something to laugh about. Because we've all done things for interviews that, you know, we can, we can, we can all, you know, sit around the fire and, and tell tales. But, you know, the thing is, again, is to 
go for the thing you want to do instead of settle for something you don't want. Um, and, 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 you know, I, I hope you got that part of it. And I think you guys are all pretty smart and, 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 and I'm sure you did get it. But it is that, you know, you, you know why being a, a job that you don't like that and you have dreams and aspirations to do so much more and and you know and and that doesn't happen and and, that, and so i thought that was um that was pretty fitting for 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 that that poem and and, and she's funny with it right so and that made it even um even better cuz cuz she's 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 funny with it so there you go um those are the two i'm going to stop talking uh, cuz you know i you know you know how it is when you just talk 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 and and not give the poetry stuff and and the poetry stuff is important speaking of important democratic national convention is going on right now in pennsylvania and that's important as well because as they say we're choosing the 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 next leader of the free world which i kind of i find that um i like i like that how that sounds because you think you you, you you're finding a, a president for for a, a one world thing, but it's really just a country for the great. You could say the greatest country, leader of the, the free country, um, but the world is just, you know. And we can debate about freedom and all that because I know y'all like free. Come on, but you know, I, I you know. So all I'm just saying is that the you know there is a reason to pay attention to what's going on. Uh, there's more shootings that are happening, and there's always shootings that are happening actually, uh, which is. I don't know. I mean, you know, do we do we take away the guns from people? Do we? I mean, you, you look at what's going on in the UK, and they don't have guns, and you know, and there's fewer people that have guns, and and with that, there's fewer crimes, and you know, I don't know. There's 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 something to that. I know, have your own gun because we want to have a militia just in case we want to overthrow the government, like how we kicked out the 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 the, the Brits. Um, but are, are we are we really gonna do that? I mean, even these people that are gun-toting folks, are they really? Because I mean, you know, there's wars going on. You can join the military and fight for freedom all day long, and I don't see these folks jumping on that bandwagon to to go sign up and go go fight for freedom. Yet they want their guns for freedom. Um, I I don't know who they. I mean, I don't know who they're fighting. So I mean, they want their guns because I don't know. I won't get into the reasons why they want their guns. But I, I, I do know that, you know, something that's that's easily accessible. We're in a, we're in a, in a gener- generation where everybody, you know, feel that they can they can take the law. I don't know. They can take the law into their own hands. Law is not the right word. They can just take life in their own hands, essentially, because they're taking other people's lives. And um, and they're making these decisions and, and they're judge, jury and executioner and, and just going on. I find that um, disturbing because, uh, you know, it's it's life is such a precious thing. And, and it's unfortunate when when it goes and it's unfortunate when we just act like it's it, it, it it's, you know, it, oh, it rained last night. You know, that type of thing instead of instead of more because. You know, there's the. I think there's a little bit more to 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 get into that 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 point. So with, without um, like again, going on and on. I mean, I, I but that one I had to talk about a little bit. But we, we we're gonna. I talk about the gun thing for a reason because um, I'm gonna play a poetry talking about uh you know, what happens 
and 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 so just just listen if you if you don't buy what I'm saying. Uh, this one is from the LA uh, Slam team. I don't. This one's called Shots Fired, and listen. Hi, my name is Aaliyah Shell. I'm six years old. I live on 3100 South Springfield Avenue. I always hear shots fired. I don't know what that means. It was March 17, 2012. Mommy was making my hair pretty. We were on the porch. Me, Mommy, and my sister, she's two. A truck came by. Not the ice cream one. This one was mean. We had a bad toy outside the window. Seven loud noises came out. I felt all of them. I wonder, did they know that's how old I was turning this year? My name is Alex. I'm 23. I'm from East L.A. I was on my way to see my girl, because ain't no woman like the one I got. It was May 17th. I couldn't wait to hold her, to touch her. But, but something, something touches me unexpectedly. Everything is fading out, even the screams of me yelling help. I'm becoming more familiar with my eyelids. Baby, I love you. My name is Candace. I'm 26. They say curiosity killed the cat, but I'm human. It was May 20th. I heard gunshots. I hurried to my door to see a gun being aimed at a man on a bike. I guess the streets didn't teach him how to shoot, because now I see my own blood running loose. Do you believe in second chances? My name is Calvin Williams. I'm 39 years young. Five years ago, I was almost buried six feet deep, but I survived. Right arm slightly paralyzed, my leg with a limp, but I got four kids. My 12-year-old, my 9-year-old, my 8-year-old, and four. I had to change my life, but on May night, somebody thought otherwise. We ordered pizza, shots rung out, my spouse runs out, followed by my 8-year-old who said, Daddy, get up! My heart rate lowers. I'm sorry, baby. No third chances. It's time for Daddy and the Angels to go dance. My name is Cashin Anderson. I was 14 when I killed an innocent bystander. I didn't know he was married. With two kids two years younger than me. It wasn't my fault. I'm in the eighth grade. I seen my enemy board the B-15. It's kill or be killed. I shot at him six times. And I'm going to do life in this. It wasn't even my gun. It was my brother's. We wish we could silence the sirens. What's wrong with the world, mama? Senseless guns and gang violence by the misguided. I'm Monte Tillman. I was 33. Shot and killed May 20th. I'm Joseph Goldman. I was 18. Shot and killed September 18th. I'm Yolanda Holmes, a grown woman. I was 45. Shot killed December 14. I'm David Jerome Scott. I was 31 when my city CPT turned on me. Shot killed May 21st. I'm Anna Ortiz. I was only 19. Shot killed April 30th. My name is Alicia Gomez, 14. Riding my bike home. Shot killed December 14th. I'm Juliana. I was 24. Shot and killed on Christmas. Happy birthday, Jesus. There are 255 of us in LA killed by. Gun violence. We pray our killers. Look in the mirror and see our souls. Through the bullet holes they created. Still hope they find peace and enjoy their temporary hood fame. Cause everybody can respect the shooters. But the one in front of the gun lives forever. Welcome back to Smoking Rhymes on all new B87 FM. It's Rex 
45. I'm on the mic this Monday night. Uh, here every Monday night, midnight to 2 a.m. Giving you that um, poetry. You just heard the L.A. team give you that one called Shots Fired. Um, and you listen to that, right? I mean, you know, so there's all type of things going on in 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 our in our world, uh, which is only one. Um, we, you know, we can choose to ignore or not pay attention or just say it's uh, it's across the street, so I don't have to deal with it. But I think at the end of the day, you, you do have to um, kind of try to do a little something to try to get people together. Um, and I think the best place to start, that's, that's, I don't say, I wouldn't say it's universal, um, but it's a place that we can, you know, hopefully collectively make a change. And I think they, um, the Tea Party, they, they tried, um, when Obama got into office and, you know, they had the wrong motivation. So that's the downside with that. But the idea is. You know, if you, you, you get into politics, young folks do get into politics, and they are. And they, I'm not saying none are not, uh, none aren't, um, for sure. But more should, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And and because that's how you make change um, is by getting in and and, and help um, you know write laws or change laws to um to to affect change in policies and stuff like that. And it's going to take time. And and it's been taking time. I mean, everybody's gonna they they're gonna give up everything, kicking and screaming. No one is gonna be willing, especially if they've been doing something their whole lives and they don't see anything wrong with it. They're not gonna just change overnight. Uh, not everyone. So it, 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 it's 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 and and paying attention to what's going on, especially with with the um, with the presidency and who's gonna who's gonna run run this country for the next four to eight years depending on what happens and and you have people on both sides um and 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 i don't see any um any middle ground you know what i mean you know it's it's one of those things where you 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 would think if you were having a spelling bee you'd have the two best spellers out there uh basketball game you'll have the the best players out there we're not you know the the best players are not going to be in in the in the in the bleachers while 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 you know people are playing a pickup game, um, musicians, uh, poets, uh, you 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 want to you want the best ones. You you're not you 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 know not to say everyone can't do it for sure they can. You know you know what I'm saying. That that's that's just that's that's no that's anyone could do that. But you want the best, and in this instance, I don't know. If we have the two best people to 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 lead us for the next four to four to um four to uh four to eight years again depending on 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 how uh, how it goes down i just don't i just don't think so personally and and that's just from watching both of them over the years they've both been in the spotlight now for forever so it's easy to 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 make a uh a good, a good decision on that. I mean, the cool thing about the presidency is that you can't just run. A, I mean, none of them. You can't you, any branch. You can't just run away with with with, with the with the keys and do whatever whatever you want. And we all got to see that with um. We all saw that with with, with Obama and 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 what Congress uh, has done and and the House and and all that fun stuff. 
Uh, so it is possible to limit these people to what they can do. So all the rhetoric that they're talking, they, they, they can still be contained. Um, like 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 how like how uh, our current president was contained from trying to do right. No, I don't suspect they 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 they're gonna you know all all hell's gonna break loose. But it's it's the it's the side deals and the backdoor deals and 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 the stuff where you know you shake your hand one side while we're doing something else. Those are the things that I'm concerned about. It's 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 really. You know, you, they're not. You know, they 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 they're limited on what they can do and how long they can do it for. So I don't think they're going to go crazy. And I, and I think from Donald Trump's perspective, his own party is not really feeling him. So I think he would even have it a little bit more difficult. I mean, it's kind of tough when when you when you come out and support do support people the way they have. Um, so I'm concerned, but it, it's it's what we are right now. We can't change it. We can't. I mean, I guess with the DNC, anything can happen and. And who knows? But I doubt that. I think it's going to be Hillary and, and, and Donald at the end of the day. And one of them is going to be running the country for the next four years. So I really think, you know, it'd be good to look beyond in, in a sense to, to look at young folks and, and get more people into politics so we can get good people and into into office is, is, is all I'm saying. Um, speaking of good people, this next one right here is by Josh Smith. Um, I like this one. It's called Separation. And, you know, life, it's not always easy. One, the message comes through. After 30 years together, Issa's parents are separated. She tells me, I know the words are fresh on her lips. Still sounding them out. Still learning how to believe. Two, six years old, I hear the word divorce for the first time. My best friend's parents move into separate houses, and I give permanence a quiet funeral. Three, like me, Issa is an only child with parents who stuck together through everything. In my family's house, there is still a picture of Issa and I, tiny and smiling, sitting underneath the kitchen sink somewhere north of here. When I look at the photo, one of our parents held the camera, but I can't tell which one. Four. Issa's dad built the house that my parents still live in. He mapped the lines of the porch where they still share coffee and laugh through every summer. 20 years later, and the man who built this place to hold their love has chosen to live in his own house alone. Five, divorce is not some tragedy. Divorce is the third parent half my friends grew up with. And these friends love far better than they know. Six. When Issa's dad tells the story of how he met her mom, he grins and spins a myth. At a New York City punk show in the 1980s, he saw her in the crowd, turned to his friend and said, you see her? I could marry that girl. He tells me he asked for her hand on the very first date. When I tell my mom this version of the story, she shakes her head. It's a good story, she says, but it's only half true. When I ask her if she and my dad knew that they would end up together when they first met, they both shake their heads. Definitely not. (laughs) I no longer expect to live in a marriage like the one that raised me. I tell myself over and over again that this is okay. Eight. When I ask her how they managed to stay together, she says, it's going to sound stupid, but it's the little thing. Every week, even when you were a kid, we stole a few hours for just the two of us, but mostly, your dad and I are pretty real with each other. He never fully disappoints me because I know him. 
and I don't expect him to be any more or less than who he is. Mm -hmm. Nine. In fifth grade, my friend Joe and I stumble into his living room late at night and find his parents, three years separated, curled into each other's arms on the couch. Mm -hmm. I can still taste the shiver of realizing that movement works both ways. That if love is impermanent, then so is its absence. That closing a door is not the same as locking. Twelve years later, Isa and I are still learning that there are no rules firm enough to keep two hearts together or apart. There's nothing wrong with building a house that may one day be empty, with spinning a myth and leaving it open-ended, with keeping a spare key in your pocket, with starting out the door or turning and deciding to stay. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on all new B87 FM. Trix45, I'm on the mic here every Monday night, midnight to 2 a.m., giving you the, uh, the marijuana and the um, poetry talk. You know, among other things, we were talking about the DNC. Uh, let's talk about that last one, though. That one was by Josh Smith, and uh, I like that. You know, it's, um, you know, um, you know, it's unfortunate. Um, nothing lasts forever, and 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 you know, I like how he told the story and 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 the perspective of of uh, where he came from. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's that kind of night. There's so much happening. I figured I will uh, mix it up a bit. Uh, most of these poems you've probably heard already on the Smoke and Rhyme show for sure. So a lot of these poets say. Um, are not um, new to to the Smoking Rhyme show. Uh, speaking of that, some of the poets we played were at Liz's Lounge last night, uh, Krista Valentine and uh, Anthony McPherson and a few other on, on, on one of the slam teams. And uh, it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool night. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, talent. It's, 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 it's a beautiful thing. So let's get back into some more poetry uh, who would I give you next? I, I, I should almost have like an evil laugh right there. <laughs> or something like that. Um, and I did, I think I played this one last week, so I don't think I'm going to play it again. Uh, but this is a Palo, Palo Alto team. And this one is uh, Salem, Mass, 1692. Uh, I like this one. This is pretty... Um, you know, you know. Speaking of, you know, trying to change people's minds, right? It, you know, listen to this. Salem, Massachusetts, 1692. Nine generations back, my great grandmother Susanna North is executed. Her crime, witchcraft, enchanting young women to exhibit fits of rage, which to some resemble a certain insanity. As punishment, she is hung. A pie for the world to see her death served as a warning to all those who dare oppose established order. None shall suffer a witch to live, and today this message still stands. Washington, D.C., 1998. Monica Lewinsky makes her fatal mistake. A 22-year-old intern who dared tread on the patriarchy's land. Her punishment? Death by shame. Now her town square is a mob of faceless accusers hiding behind the torchlight of their computer screens. Some days, she says she still suffocates on the story, still feels the grip of their noose around her neck. Lebanon, Ohio, 2014. Leela Alcorn, a 17-year-old trans girl, is accused of shape-shifting. They stone her to death with their words, and now her headstone bears someone else's name. 
That same year, the witch hunt floods into chat rooms. Game developer Zoe Quinn takes the stand, accused of enchanting women to believe that they can be loud, outspoken, or promiscuous, and still survive in a male-dominated world. The gaming community flocked to their keyboards, passed down sentences of assault, rape, and death. They used sticks and straw men as kindling. No woman is spared this torture. Not even us. When I was 13, I played with the dark magic of a boy's bedroom. But he told everyone, and, and I, I saw, saw my, my power, power stripped. My spell of sexuality cast back into my face. He called me something else. They, they called, called me something, something else. A slut. Whore. Bitch. Bitch. Two years ago, I found my profile picture taped to lampposts. Woman, Woman hater, it said. Witch beak, it said. Draw a dick here, it said. A message like the one they sent my great-grandmother Susanna North nearly 300 years ago. A woman who laughed in the faces of her accusers. And as these stories stack up like colonial pyres, our eyes begin to fill with smoke. Our faces flush red and our hands burn. We, we feel, feel comment sections crackling beneath our feet. But what they do not remember is, is that, that we have been resurrecting for as long as we have been feared. As witches know how to speak in the devil's tongue. Know how to swim no matter how they try to sink Can us. turn prison bars into snakes. We, we are, are descended, descended not from witchcraft, but from women unafraid of the truth. So no matter how large your village is, no matter how many believe your charade, we, we will continue, continue to, to laugh in your faces, faces if practicing magic makes us monsters. Or if having power makes us something to fear. Go, Go ahead, take, take us to court, tie us to the stake and watch us rise with a thousand heads. You may have found new ways to burn us made a spectacle of everything we stand for created a world in which we are always guilty of fighting the ropes that hold us back women have always been forced to endure your trials but a true witch will never burn open letter to marvel comics i've always been confused about your flagship character captain america as one of those militarized nations in the history of the world, I don't understand how our mascot's primary weapon is a shield. I feel like he'd be more authentic if he walked around with the nuclear missile stuffed into his tidy whities or if he stalked around waterboarding terrorists with Diet Coke, or if he toted a bag of Big Macs to clog the arteries of his enemies. If the next Avengers movie is a prequel and we travel back to 1492, what they call Christopher Columbus Captain America, would his weapon be a, be a flag infected with smallpox or if it was set in Hawaii 1778 would that American captain's name be Cook, his weapon, a ship full of cholera? When I see that shield, I'm reminded that one of every eight adult natives in Guam is a U.S. veteran, that American Samoa has the top army recruiting station in the country, that Polynesian Islanders have the highest casualty rates in our armed forces. We are dying to belong. And I'm beginning to understand the metaphor of Captain America's weapon. So show me how a man builds a human shield, fills a military with the children of nations he has slain. We in the United States spend over eight times as much of our budget on warfare than we do on education. Then we wait as failing schools spit out kids' unserved weight until the opportunities we dreamed of seem farther away than the stars our people once used as maps. And we ask the question to the young, would you fire a gun to feed your sons? Would you die on a battlefield to build a house for your daughter? 
We in America decry warlords in Africa for enlisting 13-year-old soldiers while, while ROTC recruiters fish cadets out of our classroom sea. When the military, when the military grabs the land your family used to farm, sugar plantation becomes platoon. But when farmers till the earth with guns, the only crop is blood. When war is our only industry, the only crop is blood. In these territories, American Samoa, Guam, Puerto Rico, Samoa, Northern and Marianas Virgin Islands, the people are unable to cast a vote for the U.S. president who decides where and when we go to war. So they're a shield with a lip, but no mouth, no say what country it will be thrown into next. We are so much more than war's bone and blood fist, more than body made bullet trap. I will show you how a shield given no voice can still grow teeth, still teach itself how to speak. We survivors turned soldiers. We once and always will be warriors. We as Captain America, when, when your shield, our people, Decide our lives are worth more than the price of your citizenship. What will you hide behind then? Welcome back to Smoking Rhymes on All New B87 FM, Rex 45. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm in the building. What's good? What's good? Um, wow, huh? The last one right there was by William Giles. Um, that was pretty good. Um, that was pretty good and the one before that was the uh Pal- palo alto slam team salem mass 1692 uh what are you gonna say you know we've been fighting for changes forever and the idea that you know what people consider strange today or or um tomorrow or whatever right it really it it, it could really change people's lives right I mean, you know, and 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 because they, these values are, are then imposed on other people, and other people have to adjust to these, if, even if they don't want to. And and a lot of people, obviously, you know, they they just, I mean, they, they it's just on, like you know, I don't want to say like Donkey Kong, but it is. It's like they they have no choice in the matter. They they you know, and that's what we have, you know, and 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 so it, it's not sixteen ninety two. You know, it's 2016, but but as you look around, we're not completely, you know, we can't live how we, we want to live, um, some of us, um, and, 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 and that's unfortunate. And, and you know, I, these, 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 you know, these, the, the leaders to be the people that think they can keep us together as people and have us moving as one, um, if they don't have our, our, our best interests at heart, it's very difficult. And 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 we're and 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 we've seen it over and over and over and 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 so many of us are, are so aware of these things today that that it, it's a beautiful thing because there's people obviously uh, out there and, and trying to make change and, and doing all the things that we can to protest and all that fun stuff. But it's you know awareness is we all have to do it. You know the system will run smoothly if we're all on the same page, which is, which is a difficult thing, but we have to find some common ground. Um, and that's what we, we're trying to do on Smoking Rhymes, find out that common ground. And, you know, I'm going to save you to talk, so I'm going to get back into some more. And and uh, William Giles, uh, that was the Hawaii Slam team. Um, you know, some good poetry. We're going to um, give you some, some, we'll give you a team that's not quite close to us, you know, Providence. Providence is not is not that far away. 
uh, Providence Slam team. Um, here you go. Way long, way long, down, down, that, down, that, short. My fifth summer, my mother signed me up for swim lessons. She never learned herself. Born colored during the 40s in Florida. A segregated peninsula can feel like an island. The danger surrounding, she joke. I can't jump in and drink the whole ocean, so you better learn how to swim. You gonna get in that water, son, cause sometimes stereotypes strike. My blood was young and hot. The water was old and cold. It chilled my body but couldn't freeze my will. I cried. Irrational toddler tears as if being immersed in a thousand years of fear could hurt me. The black people beach, we learn control, blow on the surface, hum bubbles, ripples, race from my force. I felt powerful. Increasingly each summer, mastered the technical, but never became completely comfortable in their water. When asked if I wanted to join the swim league, I lied. Cause sometimes stereotypes seep into our sinew, confusing our marrow, diluting our truth. At the end of summer, my parents split at the family reunion. I was starting high school and my father was persona non grata from my mama's house, making me the man by default. So out of protest, I grew my fro, searched for nimble fingers to form my nappy into rows of corn. So treading with dread, my mother signed me up for black man lessons. They taught assimilation on Saturdays, how to seem less threatening amongst sharks who named themselves great white. Administration made me take out my braids before field trips, then cut me from their federal funding for not trimming my fro. So I didn't go with the program to Bethune Beach. The black people beach on down, way long down that shore. Warning, there will be no Afrofuturist Aquaman to save a friend from the stereotype at the end of this poem. Trigger. The summer is blood hot, the tide is high and biased. Black male college cadets challenge the power. I'm home, growing my hair, quarantined from the other, vulnerable dark teenage brothers, oblivious to the currents yearning for burning plunder. One will never return from under that middle passage. Rashad tries rescuing another, but is ripped from his own potential, sunken next to hidden treasure of antebellum cargo swallowed by water. I learned of his disappearance watching the news. The Coast Guard quit searching as I'm realizing he's missing. They quickly end the segment with a twisted statistic. African Americans are three times more dead from drowning. Cause sometimes stereotypes in life. I'm preparing for the day when I have to explain to my son that it's okay to be dark skinned. Forget the fact that he'll already have to deal with being a black man handed adversities from birth like a name. He'll have to answer to when he gets older. No, we'll have to start with this Book of Love, Chapter 1, Self Love, Section 1 Melody. I have mixed feelings about the moments when I have to say, You were kissed by the cargo on Apollo's chariot, rich in vitamin D, vitamin Dam. That's a fine young man, young man. The sun has to work hard to burn you, you look like resilience. 
You look like brilliance, you are breathtaking. If you dig deeper into darker things, you'll find that they too can capture fascination. For example, black holes have the strongest gravitational pull. Stars only appear visible in the night sky when the lights are lower. Black belt is the highest color you can earn in martial arts or humans power. If you ever hear your cute for a dark-skinned boy, don't take it as an insult or a compliment. But take it as an observation of what lack of self-love looks like. You look like God in the shade. When cramps crank a woman's move down, chocolate boosted up. You look like joy. You look like art. Like your epidermis was a canvas and every breaststroke was deliberate. You are magnificent. Darker the berries, sweeter the juice is not your mantra. It's a fair enough warning that you pack enough flavor to have dentists shook. Your skin is not a crime that lesser minds suggest. And that means you're wearing it correctly if they hate. Tell me you have your great-great-grandmother's skin. Emma Williams lived to be a hundred and one with a radiance that was blinding, blind them with self-confidence, silence them with self-love and let them smell what the rock is cooking as your natural sense of self-assurance offends their turned-up noses. You are beautiful, dark-skinned or not. Your complexion is like a handshake, so let your confidence be firm in the way you wear it. And your personality is the conversation that follows, so be eloquent with what's inside. You will be judged every day of your life, but so long as you live like a 10, then all other scores are just personal preference. Welcome back to Smoking Rhymes on the All New B87 FM, Rex 45. I am e on the mic here every uh, Monday night, midnight to 2 a.m., uh, giving you that uh, poetry and marijuana talk, as as we like to as we like to say. Um, you know, is, is all I'm gonna say about that. That last one right there you heard was Will. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Will. That was the uh, pro- one of the members of the Providence Slam team. Uh, that, you know, you gotta learn how to swim. Um, before that, oh no, that was Marcus Rightly. Sorry, before that was the Providence Slam team. You know, all scooters. You gotta learn how to swim. Um, the one before that. Uh, so the moral of tonight is, is, is um, you know, let's 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 uh, let's get let's pay attention and and and. and and, and, and do the right thing um, and learn and, and plan better. Um, hopefully it won't be too bad. I don't think it'll be too bad. Um, but it does look pretty bad when, when you know, when you got 20,000 20, emails come out um, with this stuff and, and you try to deny these things from happening, which is which is pretty insane. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you can um, get around that. But I am going to... Um, I like this rhythm right here. This baseline is ridiculous, uh, and 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 you know if you, the, the, I'll, I'll I'll talk about that later. But this is White Stripes if you if you're interested, and um, it's just the coolest baseline ever. And the drums are just so simple, and 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 it's um, I don't want to say it would be like a reggae baseline, but the the baseline is is what drives this song to me anyway. But I don't know anything, so don't don't really pay attention to that. Uh, but since we're talking about a DNC and it's that part of the night where we get to dive back into the, um, the marijuana talk. So we, we, we're going to jump right into the pot, pot cafe and, um, and talk about the DNC and what's happening because apparently, apparently, 
And I say apparently because who knows? We'll see what will happen down the road. But apparently, apparently for the first time, I don't know if it's because our wonderful chairwoman is stepping down, uh, Debbie Weiserman Schultz. Um, I don't know if that's why or not. But I think before this happened, um, they are willing they are willing. High Times is reporting this. Um, they are including marijuana reform in, in the 2016 platform. So things are happening, folks. They're finally, finally. But I, I think they realize, like, so much money's on the table. You can't you can't really ignore it. Um, and we have, like, uh, you know, 23, I believe, states that have uh, medical and, and four states. I believe that's that's recreational. It's 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 very um you know it's one of those things where it it, it it took you so long, but it's here. So uh, what did they say over the fa- over the weekend? The DNC announced the party will be taking sides uh, with the issue of taming the pot law in the United States. The position that has been included in elimination of criminal penalties associated with the possession of marijuana. I like that talk. Tearing down barriers currently in place with respect to studying the plants, therapeutic benefits, and allowing the um, allowing pro, uh, prohibition to be served. Yeah. Uh, at the neck of those states electing the to make the cannabis industry part of the economy. So, in other words, uh, they 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 will scrub. Uh, so now you know banks could hopefully have could could well, medical dispensaries could now take credit cards and bank could hopefully process this stuff and 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 it'd be a different 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 way of doing things which makes sense in this day and age so who knows maybe the leak helped uh bring this thing about maybe it did not um but it's about time and it's good to see so i think i might actually go watch some of the um the dnc as well because i'm I'm curious now i'm curious to see what they're going to say and 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 how this thing is going to play out uh because you know it's something that grows naturally out it's you know it doesn't make sense i mean this thing has been illegal since 1921 1922 almost 100 years and you know here we are uh in a place where you know a national party is is going to discuss it and look at ways to make it easier i mean you know and 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 obviously they've been forced to because states have been going around them and, 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 and they see the progress, and it's insane because they're they all kicking themselves and screaming, saying, how come, how come, how come we didn't know about this? And, 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 that's, the, and that's the thing. So, so you, you know, uh, I, I, I have this new... Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm a kid in a candy store when it comes to software and, and playing music and, and all that fun stuff, so... Uh, I, I get a little I get a little stir crazy sometimes. You know. Right? Alright, I'll stop playing. But you know what I'm saying. It's just so much fun to have toys that you can do stuff with and enjoy. You listen to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all new B eighty seven FM. I know, do it on my time off. Don't do it when we're talking about poetry and and marijuana talk. So, 
things to pay attention to the DNC. Despite what's happening, despite stepping down, uh, the the chairperson, which is, hey, you screw up, this is what happens. Um, There's good news on the marijuana front. So I think hopefully in in the future we will continue to make progress. And mass, we are on the ballot, I I believe. I think so. I think we're pretty much, I think the judge um, throughout the case um, here uh, in trying to slow things down. And it's more like clarification of stuff, really. It really is. You know, you know when you go down certain streets and you see speed bumps, and you're like, why? Why is this speed bump here? This doesn't make any sense. And I think that's what the, the you know, local to mass, that, 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 was, that was the thing. It's like, why, why are these things happening? And, and you know, and, and the smarter minds prevailed. And I don't think, I don't always say smarter minds prevail when I'm in favor of decisions, because I mean something. Even when I'm not in favor of things, I think if it's if it's, if the process is on up and up, and 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 there's always going to be a loser, right? And it's nice when the game is played fair, because then at least you can you can say I gave it all I got. But in a case like with Bernie Sanders, um, where he gave it all he got, where he gave it all he got, or any other case where people are cheating and and they're losing. And I mean, and they're winning and and the people who are not cheating are losing. It's really hard to swallow um, that pill when you know you've done everything right. And someone else just, you know, made some phone calls or paid people off and stuff like that. Um, That is the unfortunate side. But, you know, what what are you going to do if you're on the side of of, of, I I don't want if you're on the side of good. I don't want to say justice, but you're on the side of good. You have, you have to keep fighting. So I don't think that we're we're going to stop in any way stretch. And I, and I think, I mean, the cool thing with technology, it does expose people, um, for g- good or bad. And you would think uh, some of these people stop sending emails by now when they when they're doing dirt. But I don't know. They're still doing it, and and then they shock when it comes up. So with that said, I'm going to um, exit stage to the left. Until next week, I'll be on the uh, smoking. Uh, smoking. I'm always on smoking rhymes. I'll be on the sports fan attic show uh, next Sunday. I will be getting you caught up. I'll get you caught up a little bit now. Uh, but we were talking about sports and 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 all these big uh, ticket moves and all that fun stuff. You hear every Sunday from 11 to 1 p.m. Um, with the crew. Uh, keep it locked in the morning for Notorious in the Morning with Notorious Vog and Miss Jelly Santos. They give you everything you need for your morning drive to wherever it is that you're going to. They'll keep you entertained. Um, Next Sunday, I will be the feature at the Lizard Lounge. Uh, So definitely come check that out. That's in Cambridge, Mass. uh, Next Sunday, the 31st. Uh, Get it on your calendar. And and it's all new poems. Uh, Some of them I've uh, read on this show. But outside of that, uh, I've done features in the past. And this will be a first. It'll be fun. I'll be with Mr. Ice uh, as well, and it should be a good time. And Jeff Robinson and the Robinson Trio, the Jeff Robinson Trio to be specific. Uh, I got like a, I got like about forty-five seconds. So my race weekend, um, I'm making progress. I think this is we're halfway through the round, the, the eight-round season, and my times are pretty good. I feel confident on the bike. I'm making adjustments to the bike. Um, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm still, I I think I'm going faster than I'm actually going, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, where in the past, I, I, I wasn't trying to go faster because I wasn't sure uh, on the bike yet. So I think, you know, feeling like coming off the track and, and expecting my times to be better than what they were, 
um, is a good feeling. And, and I think that by the next round, I will see some things um, pay off. Uh, every round has paid off because you know you're setting up the bike, you're playing with suspension, you're you're playing with tires. You, you, it's it's really a lot that you have to learn and digest. And and this year has been kind of that that year for for learning for me. And um, you know I'll take it. It's not fun when you have to learn. It's not fun when you have to um, sort things out. And and you know you're fully capable of doing much more than you're doing. But you know when 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 you when you're trying to get to a place, sometimes it takes a little bit longer. So overall, the weekend was good. Hung out with a bunch of guys. A couple of guys got hurt. Shout out to Vinny. Um, I, I I you know um, I know you will get better. Uh, it sucks to see you go down. Um, and 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 that's and, and that's it. It's the Smoking Rhyme Show. It's Rex Forty Five. Uh, I have I'm switching the mic off. Uh, keep it locked, though. Uh, we have lots of entertainment coming up later on this in the, in the, in the morning. Peace. <laughs>